The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus went off to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, and a large crowd followed him, impressed by the signs that he gave by curing the sick. Jesus climbed the hillside and sat down there with his disciples shortly before the Jewish feast of Passover. Looking up, Jesus saw the crowds approaching, and he said to Philip, Where can we get some bread for these people to eat? He only said this to test Philip. He knew himself exactly what he was going to do. Philip answered, 200 denarii would only buy enough to give them a small piece each. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said, There's a small boy here with five loaves and two fish. What's that between so many? And Jesus said, Make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass there, and as many as 5,000 sat down. Jesus took the loaves. He gave thanks and gave them out to all who were sitting ready. He then did the same with the fish, giving out as much as they wanted. When they'd eaten enough, he said to the disciples, Pick up the pieces left over so that nothing gets wasted. So they picked them up and they filled 12 hampers with the scraps left over from the meal of five barley loaves. The people, seeing this sign that he had given, said, This really is the prophet who was about to come. And they wanted to take him by force and make him king. But Jesus escaped back to the hills by himself. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> My dear friends, a couple of things I'm going to share with you today will appear to be totally unconnected to each other but I hope at the end the connection might be obvious two ex-county footballers met one night in their local and they were in total agreement on one thing that the fellas wearing the parish jersey nowadays wouldn't keep the ball kicked out to the men of their generation and lamenting the lack of talent now and the famine and trophies coming to the parish, Johnny hit the nail on the head and he said, Sure, they're doing nothing for the youngsters nowadays. His colleague was in a more reflective mood and he thought about it for a moment. He took another swig from the pint. He eyeballed Johnny across the table and he said, Johnny, he said, Who would the they that you're referring to be? wouldn't by any chance be yourself and myself. He'd hit the nail on the head all right, even if it wasn't the nail that Johnny was aiming all the blame at. The man found in the flats had been dead for days. He died of malnutrition and exposure. Neighbours who lived in the same block of flats were appalled to discover the squalor and the misery that this man had lived in. Death had been a welcome release from the hell that was his. But the very thought that any human being could be condemned to living in such appalling conditions made the man that found him very angry. Angry with life, angry with society, angry with God. After all, God was the only person who knew the squalor and misery 
that this man was living in. So he challenged God. Why didn't you do something about it, God? He was really shocked with the answer he got back from God. But I did do something about it, God answered. Whatever you did, he said, it was pretty useless because it obviously had no effect. By the way, God, what did you do anyway? And God answered, I put you in the apartment next door. Today's gospel, Jesus feeds 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. But well as we know the story, we could so easily miss one crucial little detail, and that is the little boy who had the loaves and the fish. Even the apostles had dismissed him, saying what he had was worthless, not worth contributing. What is that, they said, among so many? But little and insignificant, though his contribution was, hopelessly inadequate, though it appeared to be, the little boy gave it. And the Lord took that little boy's apparently insignificant contribution and he used it to feed 5,000. A miracle triggered by the generosity of a little boy who had little to give but gave the little that he had. So now let's make the connections. To waste footballers and the pub, listing all the things that were wrong in the community and finding the solution, they, whoever they might be, should be doing something about it. And who might the they that you're talking about be? By any chance, Johnny, could it be yourself and myself? The dead man's body lying undiscovered for days in the block of flats? The man who found him directing his anger at everyone, even blaming God for allowing it to happen and doing nothing about it. But God says, but I did do something about it. I put you in the flat next door. And the message in today's gospel, the little boy who had so little, but gave it. And the gift, little though it was, changed his world change the world of 5,000 people. We can all feel that we have so little to contribute. What difference could my puny, insignificant contribution make to this community? But if we all gave the little that we have to give, just imagine the difference that that would make. And by the way, Let's not lose sight of the fact that that's what God gave each of us our gifts for. Not to be hoarded, but to be shared. And God's plan for our community, if you see it, it's like a great big jigsaw. And each one of us is given one single piece of that jigsaw. And God's plan is complete for our parish or community only when all those pieces are each slotted into their place. But if the little piece of the jigsaw that was entrusted to me is kept 
in my pocket and not put on the table with all the others. God's plan for all those around me remains incomplete. And that gaping gap in the middle of the jigsaw is where the missing piece that I am holding should have been slotted in or inserted. The missing piece, the bit that's, in, that's still in my pocket, is the gift or the talent that God entrusted to me to be shared by the community. And for as long as I am unwilling to share it for whatever reason, God's plan for our community will always remain incomplete. <laughs>